Is this episode three? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Drunk Talk Sober, the podcast. Hello and welcome to. <laughs> as soon as you were going to get into it. Hello and welcome back to Drunk Talk Sober, the podcast. If. I mean, I assume you're back after the first two episodes. If not, hi. Yeah, it's a bit weird you're starting yeah. on episode three if you are. Please do go back and watch those episodes at some point if you enjoy watch this. Watch them. Listen to them. I'm sorry. Let's see, we're not, we're not that technical yet. <laughs> yes. You know, might, it might, it might happen. Although no one would want to watch this yeah, on camera. No, true, no. True. we have um, to sort the space out first. Yeah, it's a bit. It's it's my living room. It's you know, it's not the the, the most professional of places just well, to yet. Well, set the scene. We're both sat on the floor under a coffee table. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's it's rustic. It's rustic. Mm. Uh, my name is Liam. If you don't know that, and I'm Beth. And we each episode will set out to have, you know, conversations around. What you might talk about drunk, what might you experience, uh, or just again talk about because there's a whole spectrum of different things. Yeah. Drunk conversations can contain anything. Well, yeah, it depends what mood you're in. Depends what you drink. You could be happy, jovial. You could be sad and depressed. Mm-hmm. All kinds of different, like a wide spectrum. Yeah, I think we we plan on doing stuff around drunkenness, but I think a lot of it's gonna be anything. Yeah, like we're free to talk about anything. We're free to. You know what I mean? Because that's the magic of a drunken conversation. It's true. There's not really any filters or limits. Um, in the first two episodes, we did... Uh, well, the first one was a drunken introduction to us and sort of reliving our most drunken experiences. And then episode two was drunken confessions. Yes. But there's only one really big confession. One big clanger. <laughs> where I got the raw end of the deal. You'll get me back. That's fine. I'm going to have to stop putting the legwork in now. <laughs> <laughs> that secret was three years in the making. I'm permanent. Yeah, and, and definitely permanent. So if you don't know what we're on about, you're going to have to, like I say, go back and listen to, to episode two. Um, and you may as well start at one milestone there if you haven't already. Um, but, but yes, this episode we're going to be talking about something that we did kind of slightly just mention in episode one, which is um, booby pinatas. Yeah, so this is... Basically, um, Liam will take a joke and run with it. <laughs> a little bit too far, some might say. Because this was an idea that was brought up whilst we're in the pub. And then about six months later, finally executed. <laughs> uh, home, yeah, I homemade a booby pinata. Yeah, you did. Um, it, was, it was good, to be fair. It was impressive. I, I was quite pleased with myself, to be It's the fact he carried it around the bars with you. <laughs> <laughs> Had bags of sweets, which remarkably... The doorman at the clubs where I going into were fine with that. I could have been carrying anything Literally. in that bag. And the fact it was such a sus, like... Carrier bag. Yeah. Full of little packages. Mm-hmm. Lacks on, on, on door checking and bag checking at that place. Yeah. Um, okay. But but yes, it started in a Spoons. Um, we had... It was near a Christmas time. I remember that. It was the first time we'd seen each other for a little while. It was mm-hmm. me, you, and our friend Jack. And you... I can't even remember how we got onto it. We'd been drinking for a little while. Um, and so then I was... dropped the bombshell that I was going to get a boob job. Yeah, and we were just both like, what? Because the thing is, nobody believed me when I first said it. I was like, so I'm going to get a boob Well, because it's so unlike you. I think at this point, though, I don't think anything had come of it. I think in my head, I was just like, I'm going to get a boob job. And then, like, I hadn't done much. Actually, no, I hadn't. I had the actual date at this point, didn't no, I? No, well, you had it booked, but you hadn't actually gone to it. And you were always, you, you said to me, you weren't sure if you were going to go. Because I remember. Oh, it was a consultation I had yeah. booked. So, like, 
at this point, I knew I wanted one, but I didn't think I was actually going to get one. I was just going to go, because the consultation for it was free, so I was like, I'm going to just go and see what gets said. May as well. Yeah, and then I went to the consultation, and then my mum was like, so what did they say? And I was like, well, I'm meeting a surgeon next week, so... <laughs> I felt like I got there, and I felt like I couldn't say no, so... I was pressured. <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah, it was... That the the whole night from that point on result revolved around that. Yeah. Um. We it, came up with names. I remember that. Milk monsters. <laughs> there were so many other things. I can't remember what we we named them now. I've definitely got a video of you just reading them out in the voice of Donald Trump, somewhere. Yes. Oh my God, that was great. I just remember that now. Yeah. But yeah, milk monsters was probably the one that got us laughing the most. <laughs> um. And. And then we decided we we're gonna. Well, Liam decided. <laughs> He decided to christen my new tits. Yeah, and I thought, <laughs> he was I, you know, throw a party. we'll throw a partitty. Um, and, and, and that night was the, the night that the partitty was born. Yeah, and you were thinking of like, what was it? Party games. The, the cocktails, you had like cocktails. Slippery nipples, um, big kahuna, <laughs> um, pineapple, you know, something yeah. big and fruity, big melons, that kind of thing. I was thinking Midori, you know, mm. let melon liqueur. I was going the whole hog. That's like yeah. I should be a party planner in, a, in another life. Honestly. Um, and then I thought, be pinata. Naturally, that's where your mind goes. So it was from the seed was planted right then and there. I thought you know what this is going to be great. Booby pinata. What's not not to and like? It was going to be themed, and you were going to go as your favorite like celebrity with plastic surgery. Like yeah. people were going to go or like, like something Dolly Parton related and like Kim K and Pamela Anderson. Yeah. Baywatch style, you know the whole thing, um, and I just didn't shut up about it. Mm. The whole At time. this point, I hadn't had a consultation. It was literally just like a glimmer of an idea in my head. But I really wanted to come to the consultation so I could feel the jelly. Yeah, you did. You didn't do it though. I didn't do it because I wasn't formally invited. But you know. Um, I felt uncomfortable enough being at <laughs> <the> consultations. <laughs> you didn't want me just sitting in the corner being like a child, you, you'd squidging look, the, you'd the pouches. More, you'd look more like a creepy, blo- like yeah. you're you're a grown adult. You'd look creepy. True. Even though if you knew us in person, you wouldn't know yeah. that I was there. It'd be ridiculous and childish. Yeah. But in, if you didn't know us from a distance, you'd be like, eh, what a creep. Literally. Yeah, good point. Probably good point. I didn't know. <laughs> um, but yeah, so the, 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 the boob transformation happened. And How months, was that? Months later. Um, it was a long process. <laughs> it, was, it was fine. But it was, it was less painful than I expected it to be, which was great. And... I remember the day before I messaged you saying to enjoy the last day of your... Normal titties. Mm-hmm. Your non-doctored titties. Yeah, you did. And then, like, I had to get up at, like, 4 a.m. that morning and drive three or four hours down to the hospital. Oh, God, where was... The... I didn't even ask this. Where was the hospital? I just thought it was local. No, I was in Preston. Oh, I did not even yeah. know this. And then, um, I was I was a morning appointment, so I think, like, obviously, like, the doctor and surgeon comes in and, like, draws on you and stuff. <laughs> My dad was at the fucking hospital with me. So, like, he was, like, in another... He was in the day room. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't want to come in the room, no? No, weirdly enough. I imagine it's kind of like in, in some labours where, where they're, it's, like, a C-section and they've just got a curtain between the top end and the... But I just thought it would be kind of like that. Just no. Just a curtain right <laughs> at your neck. No, literally. <laughs> um, so, like, the consultant comes in, like, draws on you and everything. Obviously, you don't have a clue. He kind of asks you, like, what size you're going to and stuff because you've got... The gel things are in CCs, so you'd be, like, 200cc, 400cc, like... 350cc kind of thing. I'm a bit worried that he's asking you. Surely he should have been prepped and knew this. No, he does. But, like, he's just making sure with you. Just making awkward conversation. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Whilst your tits are in his face. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, yeah, and then I got knocked out. And when I woke up, I had new boobs. 
Basically. And something you told me, which I don't know whether this is common knowledge, but it blew my mind. The way they do it is, this is maybe a dumbed down version of it because it's me. Yeah. But they just create like a little slit in the breastical area. It's under. It's like in or the under, sorry. Yeah, and, the but then just leave the jelly thing near the slit, but don't put it in. No. <laughs> this is the way I envisaged it. This is the way you explained it to me. No, okay. So what they do is, is the they go inside of your boob and they make a pocket. Yeah. And then they put the the implant, like, not in the pocket, but, like... That's exactly what I've just because, said. Yeah, but you make it sound like you've still got the implant just hanging out your body. <laughs> oh, no, I meant, like, inside. Yeah, so you've got the that, and then, like, as you're healing, the implant falls into the pocket because of swelling and stuff. It, it's not going to stay there straight away, so it, like, falls in. But that it's called blows my mind. dropping and fluffing. That's okay. such a weird idea. But, no, that, that freaked me out. Well, it didn't freak me out. It just confused me a little bit because that's such a weird... Like, what if... It doesn't drop in. What well, if you've got an awkward jelly pouch? Well, you go for a two-week post-op with the nurse, and then she'll check everything's going as should be. And then you go for a six-weeks post-op. So you're always with a nurse, and they're always checking that everything's going to plan, uh-huh. and that you're, like, doing everything correctly. And then I'm, I still need to go for my post-op with my surgeon. Like, I still haven't been to see him yet since the operation. So Mate, you've had these a while. Yeah, I know, but I've been away for a while. True. Fair point. Well well made. But I remember going to see you after it had been done and you were just like, feel, feel. They were were rock solid though, weren't they? I was so swollen. They were like... The only way I knew how to describe it was if you've got like a big marigold, like rubber yellow glove for the kitchen or pink one and you you fill it with water and like close it at the top so it's just full of... It's kind of like a water Mm balloon-esque. Like that firmness but still squidginess at the same time of the glove. That's what it felt like. Yeah. But in skin. Mm Mm-hmm. It's because it, it was just so swollen. It was just weird. It was. But, like, the funny thing is, is, like, a lot of people now don't realise I've had a boob job. Like, a lot of people that I know haven't recognised Yeah, because you haven't went, like, Dolly Parton style. No, no, no. Massive kahunas, have you? No, and I haven't, like, put it everywhere. Like, I, I should hope not. No, but, like, I haven't been on, like, online and been, like, do you know what I mean? Cause... Look at my Dr. Jebs. Except for, obviously, the part titty, but... <laughs> yeah, I was... I didn't even ask you if you were okay with it being a, a part titty, but I got, like, bunting and, like I say, the booby pinata. I went to a whole load of effort with that. You did. I went and made it at home, and it took days. It makes me laugh so much, the, the thought of you sitting at home making a paper mache. I was sat in that very chair. That's hilarious. Cutting, do you know, like, the... the t- Tissue paper. Yeah, like the... I don't know what it's called. Crinkle. It's kind of like the crinkly paper you put in yeah. birthday bags and stuff. That, just cutting little, like, tassels. We'll put a picture on my Instagram, mm-hmm. at Drunk Talks Over. Um, and it took a while, because I was, like, gluing it with PVC glue <laughs> on this round, and then painting it. You fully texted me, and you're like, what's your favourite colour? And then I just so I got to pick the colour of the bra that I was wearing. Yeah. <laughs> and then my idea was to make two, because obviously, yeah. matching tits, but the first one took too <laughs> so long. so much effort. I was like, nah, she's just getting one, mate. <laughs> she's just getting one. But, I mean, it still looked pretty good. Yeah, it was good. And, like, say, so, yeah, everyone enjoyed it. We all we got stopped by random and saying this is hilarious, utterly ridiculous, but also great. Yes, we did. It that was, was a funny. It was funny how much like you actually genuinely went to like the effort of like throwing a party. What can I say? I'm a good friend. To christen the boobs. <laughs> it was funny the fact you went into a bar and you're like, I'm go. I'm can I book it out to 
I'm celebrating my, my friend's boob job. <laughs> and they were like, what's it? I was like, yeah, boob job. And then they were like, okay. And I was like, is that the weirdest thing you've had? And he was like, well, it's one of the weirdest. But not, <laughs> like, we've had divorce parties and stuff. And I was like, damn it, we're now done. And I was like, but did they have a booby pinata? And he was like, no. And I was like, ha ha, um, But yeah, it was, it was good. It was fun. Um, on the subject of plastic surgery, would you ever consider plastic surgery? Mm, yes because but... i know it's a t- it's a proper taboo subject like people are really against it or really like for it i just think like if because i think i don't know it's obviously not the same thing but i imagine it could be similar to you know when you if you get a tattoo people say it becomes addictive like yeah. even though it hurts the pain no, becomes addictive and you want more and like the seeing yourself improve because uh-huh. obviously it's not generally like it might not be an improvement. I'm not saying like you look better with plastic surgery, yeah. but in your head, if you fix something to you that was an issue, like you can see yourself how more how you'd want to see yourself. And if you're not quite there, you probably want to keep going. Uh huh. It's like well, there was recently on this morning there was the woman, she'd had like a ridiculous amount of, I can't remember the, the exact number. But Brazilian had, butt left. Uh huh. Yeah. And I was like, it doesn't like it's dangerous at this point. Well, she was. She was told that that's one of the most dangerous procedures because you can accidentally hit like a vein and the fat can go to your heart and like kill you. Call you and, yeah, because there was a woman who went. Did you see the article on the woman who went out to Turkey to get the Brazilian butt lift done for cheaper? And, and she died. Yeah, yeah, she died on the table. Matt, so that kind of side of it, if it's getting extreme and you keep doing it, or you're going for the cheaper, if that's the sort of thing where I'm all for going for cheap stuff, like I shop at all the cheap places. Yeah. Not bothered about brand names, all that, but. If I was going under the knife or something like that, I would not be going to the cheap one. No, I fully, like, when I went to mine, um, I checked out the company first, obviously. And then, like, you make sure that it's a reputable place. Yeah. And then, because I have, like, obviously, my parents work for the NHS and stuff like that, like, we could see that the actual surgeon was a genuine, he was, like, medically trained surgeon. Registered and stuff. Yeah, yeah. he was registered, because... Obviously, you don't know who's... Do you know what I mean? Like, anybody could try and scam you for money. Like, it was... When you went, you knew you weren't getting scammed. It was a very professional place, and it was yeah. very, like, genuine. But, like, obviously... Still. It's still a risk, isn't yeah. it? Like, it's still surgery at the end of the day. It's not just... I was going to say, any surgery is risky. It's not... Whether it's cosmetic or not, any risk... Any surgery is a risk. Mm-hmm. But, I don't know. Like, I've never wanted to. Mm-hmm. But I would never say never. Yeah. But then again, I do. I would like to get my teeth done because I don't like my teeth. So if that is, I suppose that is classed as cosmetic surgery. Yeah. So I probably yeah would. But the weirdest things are classed as cosmetic surgery as well. Because do you remember how I used to have the birthmark? That was cosmetic surgery. I had to go see a plastic surgeon to get rid of that. Is that classed as like a skin graft? Or what's um, it classed as? I don't know. I don't know what it was, but I had to go and see a plastic surgeon to get rid. And it's really weird because it was a tiny birthmark. It wasn't even like. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But because of what it was, and because it was for cosmetic reasons, well, in the beginning it was for cosmetic reasons, and then when I actually went and saw the consultant, he was like, actually, that's cancerous. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. So, like, I had to, genuinely I had to get rid of it after yeah. that. Um, but it was really bizarre to me that I had to go to a plastic surgeon for that, because I was like, it feels like I shouldn't have to. Yeah. But then... Hmm... I suppose, you know, like I say, I suppose it is cl- kind of classed as 
it's, well, I mean, I'm not a doctor, mm-hmm. but I assume it's kind of like skin grafting in it if you've got to take something away from. Yeah. Isn't that, I, don't, I might just sound really dumb. I don't know. I've sounded dumb before, so it's not going to be the first or the last time. It was a long time. I was can't remember the full procedure. Anymore. Yeah. Like it was a long time ago. He fully, I fully remember though. He was like, because it was on my chest, like my birthmark, and he went, um, "Do you want local or general anaesthetic?" And I was like, "General." <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, "Oh, but you're a big girl now. You can have local." And I was like, I "Can, but I don't want it." <laughs> I was literally like, "The fuck you think you're digging around on my chest when I'm away? You're knocking me out." <laughs> And he was like, fine. And I was just like, you're going to be pissed about it. <laughs> I'm the one that's going to be cut open, so... See, from your perspective, now you've had a form of cosmetic surgery, would you have more? Yeah. I think... Like, I'm not actively looking to have more. Yeah. But I think if I was put in a position where... Maybe I had the money to, or I was, like, very, very down about something about myself. Like, there's certain things that you can't change through natural processes. Yeah. Like, I think if you want to lose weight, just lose weight. Don't go get lipo because lipo, you can, you're can you still going to gain the weight back because yeah. you've still got to, like, upkeep a healthy lifestyle. lifestyle yeah. yeah. It's like a kickstart, but you're still going to gain it back. Yeah. And it's like the Brazilian butt lift, like, just do squats. <laughs> like, it's going to take longer, but... It's a lot is safer. It, yeah, is it worth risking your life or, like, spending all that money on? Do you know yeah. what I mean? Um, Like, I've considered getting my lips done, like, before I went away, I was nearly about... Listen, to... Kim K. No, I know. I was about to get my lips done, but I've always had an issue with my lips because they slant down on one side. And I've always said, like, it sounds awful to say it, but it's my, like, mouth can look like I've had a stroke at some point. Because I've got, like, it's... Like, people don't notice it. I say, I've never noticed them yeah. all the years I've known you. People don't notice it, but I notice it. And it's... I've got, like, one side of my mouth just hangs lower than the other. And, like, I know that's ridiculous because nobody else sees it, but I see it. No, but that's what a lot of people... That's the reason a lot of people go under the knife for. Yeah. Like, so people don't either like like their noses or mm-hmm. they don't like whatever. That's the, re- that's the reason. Yeah. You don't go under the knife for someone else. Yeah, Or exactly. hope not, anyway. Yeah. No. That's the reason everyone goes under the knife is to change something they don't like, something that they're saying in them. Exactly. Selves. Yeah. So, but I don't... I'm not, like... Like, I'm not for plastic surgery, but I'm not against it as well. Like, yeah. I think if it's something that is going to make you happier, as long as you're doing it safely and in like a responsible way yeah like you're not looking for cheap options and you're going to go through like the full procedure and like whatever then go for it if it's going to make you feel better about yourself then why not yeah but i don't i also don't think it should be your go-to for everything yeah because then it's like because i don't think does it stop yeah and i don't like it when people lose who they are as a person yeah like do you know when you look back on some people and you're like what like, how do you look like this now? Like, yeah. that's... You don't even look like who I remember you being. No, that's it. Yeah. That scares me. Like, I like I like it when people grow, grow old gracefully and stuff like that. I know, like, Botox is a thing and people want to get Botox. I've had Botox before. Yeah. Not yeah. in, like, the generic way that everyone goes for it. Yeah. But I've had it. So I have a thing called hyperhidrosis, which, if you don't know, is basically just you sweat. Like, it's really, it's really pretty. It's really great. Um, it's really a fun thing to have. You've got, like, overactive sweat. Yeah, like, you could just be sitting in a fucking ice cube and you'd still somehow be sweating buckets. Um, so I have to get it in my armpits. I've I haven't had it in a while, but I'm like, my legs have gone to sleep fully. I couldn't stand it for any other right now. Um, but, yeah, so I have to get it done every so often and it hurts like a mother. Yeah, well, I've got it, in, I've got it on my hands. Like, I always have sweaty hands, uh-huh. if you know me. You know it's disgusting. Um, don't ever shake Beth's hand if you Honestly, don't. <laughs> and, um, and I went to the doctor about 
getting because I know you can get pills for hyperhidrosis, but then yeah. he was like, I wouldn't recommend the pills because they cause other problems. Yeah. Which all pills do. All pills have yeah. side effects. And then he was like, um, what I can recommend is a Botox. And I obviously knew you'd had it. And I was like, yeah, but isn't that for your armpits? And he was like, generally, yeah. I was like, well, I'm not asking about my armpits. <laughs> I was like, this is my hands. And to be fair, it's fair enough. I don't sweat in my armpits as much. To be fair, I probably do need to go back and get it done because it's not once, it's not like one and done. Mm-hmm. You have to go back every so often to top it up. Um, but once, because it's 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 not stopping you sweating, it's just blocking it. Yeah. So it just set all it does is sends the. So now I've got the issue where I just sweat <laughs> in my face all the time. So it's, yeah. it cancels out one thing, but then. They say that's a, it, it, it might not happen, but it likely yeah, is. More than like, more likely than not happen, it does. Yeah. So. Well, when I, before, because before I was going away, I, I, that's when I asked for it to be done. Because I was uh, like, I'm going to America, like, I'm going to be sweating more. It's going to be hard. Yeah, exactly. So I asked for it then and he was, he basically couldn't help me. And he said, when I come back, he could refer me to a dermatologist and then talk about more options. And I was like, fine. And then I got a call from the doctor saying like, there's a prescription for me to pick up. And I was like, what? And when I went, he'd prescribed me. So it, it looks like a stick of deodorant and you apply it on your hands and feet at night or your under your arms at night and then wash it off in the morning and it keeps you dry. But like I did it when I was in America cause like that's when I wanted it for. Yeah. Um, and it literally dries your hands out. Like I had like dry hands for the first time in my life, like to the point where they were cracking. And I was like, that's crazy. I've never had dry hands. Yeah. But like, obviously when you're like super hot, your hands still sweat yeah. because naturally you're going to sweat. But mm-hmm. like it did, it does help. But like, I, I wouldn't use it in England because I don't need to really in England. Yeah. Like, I don't, I'm not, in, I don't touch people enough to care. <laughs> and if they want to shake my hand that desperately, then they'll just. I always, I'm all, <laughs> whenever people shake my hand and I've got sweaty hands, I'm like, I'm really sorry. My hands are sweaty. <laughs> and just shake the hand anyway. I'm like, I warned you though. <laughs> I'm sorry, but not sorry enough to not do it. But like, I also address it because I feel like it's less awkward if I just address it. Do you know what I mean? Do you know, like, if you do something dumb, you're like, I should probably just address it. Yeah. Every like, time. So like, if I hug you, like, not so much now, mm-hmm. but like, if back when we were still, like, just starting out with the friendship. If, like, I was hugging you and I graced your boob or something when when I was going in for the hug, I'd be like, oh, shit, don't mention it. <laughs> Maybe she didn't notice because then it's weird if I mention yeah. it and she didn't notice, but then it's also weird if I don't mention it and she did notice. <laughs> so it would always be the internal struggle. Nine times out of ten, I'd be like, I'm sorry, like, for what? And I'm like, nothing. But it was that, that kind of same mentality. Now you're like, Saz, just grab your toes. <laughs> yeah, it's like, Saz, accident, you know, move on. Because um, I'm way too comfortable with each other now. Um, but... See, then, this whole conversation, I suppose, we're having about plastic surgery, then, if we're going to go, like, deep with it, mm-hmm. then can change into the whole, why are we, what is it that's teaching we not to like something? No, I was talking about this the other day, it pissed me off so much, because what we've done is, as humans, we've decided that we're not good enough the way we are. Yeah. So, like, as humans, we've manufactured this image of, like, perfection, which... But what, in, what is that, though? But that's what annoys me, because we've manufactured something out of that's unattainable yeah like it's nobody looks like that but because that's what's seen as being how you should look yeah everyone like aims for it and it's like but nobody physically can look like that so you're always in a state of like disliking yourself or like you've always got this mentality of like there's i could change this about myself or i could i need this to be changed or this isn't good enough or i need to shave do you know what i mean like it's such a poisonous place to live in right now like it's so toxic yeah even like on social media and stuff like there's certain things i like i'm not so bad anymore but back a year or so ago 
if I thought I'd like looked fat in a photo, I'd be like, don't you dare. Or I'd like, I'd be like, don't you dare post it. But now if I'm more concerned about whether I look like I'm having good fun in the photo, if yeah. I look like I'm happy and I'm genuinely enjoying myself, that's what's important because I don't want the image of me to be like self-obsessed and I yeah. don't want, I, I would rather people saw my flaws, but saw that I was still having fun. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think that's so much more important. I think over the past, definitely over the past year, you've seen an improvement with people in their body image and people being more accepting of body image. And like the fact that people are plus sized or like they don't look certain ways. But I still think it's, it's such a, it's still so toxic. Yeah, it's a minefield. It's like you you're never gonna win. Yeah. It doesn't matter where you are. Because if you think you're doing something right, they'll just be the in the news on the in in the paper or something. There'll be something to say. Doing that is now bad for your health. Mm-hmm. So then you'll completely change what you're doing to something else, and it just moves on and it keeps going. Yeah. And at the moment, someone that I absolutely adore as a human being, um, is Jamila Jamil. Mm-hmm. Um been a fan of her for for many many years she used to do like radio one and all that kind of stuff um so i've 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 known her well no, known of her um and and her work and stuff for many years and she's now on uh the the good place mm-hmm. which is really good if you haven't watched that side note um it's on netflix in the uk it's really good watch it um she's so she's on that but she's also at the moment outside of that just a massive sort of activist i suppose for body positivity and just getting rid of all the yeah bullshit toxicity she talks about um a lot about eating disorders isn't she yeah because i know she used to have a very bad eating disorder when she was younger yeah and it like fucked up her uh education and stuff like that yeah well she's just fucked up here as a human for, for years it would though it does like once you're in that mindset it's not you don't just let go of it it's yeah. always going to be there like i know people with met, um eating disorders and it's always there like, they could seem like they're doing much better, but you have to be careful because... Slip into old habits. Well, not even that. Like, somebody could say something that doesn't... You don't think it would affect anybody, but, like, they'll take it and they'll run with it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, it could be something so minor, but because they've perceived it as you saying this about their body... Criticising them. Mm-hmm, it really does. Like, it's it's really... Um. It's a really dangerous... Like, I know everyone says it's dangerous, but it actually is a really dangerous um, mental health issue. Yeah. Because, obviously, like, I think anorexia might be one of the highest causes of death in mental health. For obvious reasons. You've literally starved yourself to death. And, like, malnourished yourself. But, like, it's very... It's, like... I know friends who've just, like... They can slip into it really easily again, and it's really scary to watch. Yeah. Like you meet up with them and they'll just be like, oh, I've only eaten this today. And you're like, what? I remember going out for a pint with a friend once and I was like, oh, you're not getting a pint? And she was like, I can't. All I can see is the calories. And I was like, what? Oh, yeah. Why, why is that the... Why is that what you... Yeah. Perce- like, what, why is that the thing you're living by? Mm-hmm. But again, it's one of those things where if you... It's like at the minute, again, touching on the Jamila Jamil, she has like a... a, a, a deservedly so... Like a hatred for companies like Flat Tummy mm-hmm. Core Company or whatever they're called. Like booty and stuff uh-huh. like that. Because like... it just is selling this whole bullshit thing of, oh, stop eating, have a lolly and that'll fix you. Yeah. And you'll be like Kim Kardashian or any of the Kardashians who are selling this bullshit narrative of 
oh, we're living the best life. Look at our flat tummy. Uh huh, and it's just that's not what it's about. Cause yeah. again, not nothing against them, but because I, I, I'll be honest, I don't watch them. I don't keep up with them. But from parts I've seen online, some of some of them are funny. Mm-hmm. There's there's parts of the family that are funny, and, and it's and I'll and I'll appreciate their humor. But the whole thing of you've got to be stick thin with long hair and and big asses and big tits and mm-hmm. all this and it, but like a really small waist and flat tummy is stupid. Yeah. Like if that's all you've got to worry about, worry about like actual things like your family, your relationships. Yeah. I remember my uh, my brother, like my little brother, his girlfriend bought the detox tea stuff. So she was doing something and she wanted to just like lose an extra bit of weight to do it. She got the detox tea stuff and she was like, do you think it'll work? And I was like, I'm pretty sure it's just laxatives. <laughs> like, and my brother, and she was like, yeah, but uh, it's going to like detox me of all this stuff. I'll be like, I'll be empty. And my brother just looked at it and went, yeah, you'll be empty as shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's true though. Like literally. <laughs> she was like, you're just going to shit yourself. Like. <laughs> That's all you're going to do. <laughs> oh, but no, it's, it's, it's right though. Like it just, it's, Oh, it bothers me. And it, like, even from, like, a male point of view, I like to think I'm pretty... I hate saying this term, but, like, I'm saying it with air quotes. Mm-hmm. But, like, woke mm-hmm. to just, like, the bullshit that is more... Like, everyone's affected by everything, but all, most of it, especially, like, body image and stuff, a lot of it is targeted to against, against women. Because mm-hmm. that, that's that uh, fucking age-old thing of that's all they're good for. They're just things to look at. And it's, which again, the biggest bullshit of all, but it's, I don't know, I just don't get, I can't, I can't fathom, I can't put it into a sentence, but like I've got like younger family members and like my nieces and stuff that I'm wor- like not worried for because hopefully by the time they're actually our age, it won't be a thing anymore, but it's just, I don't know, it's tiring to even, even just to look at, mm-hmm. Like I just, uh, on the complete opposite end of the spectrum, did you see the Tess Holiday thing? What did you? What were your thoughts on that? Good for her. Mm-hmm. She's not promote. She's not saying you've got to be like me. You got to magazines. Yeah. She's just saying I'm comfortable being who I am. Good for me. Yeah. Is what I took from it. Mm-hmm. If someone wants to take a totally different thing, then that's that. It's it's fine, but they don't need to be vicious. No. And malicious with it. Yeah. Um, I haven't read, I don't, I haven't read the Cosmo, I don't even, I've like seen the front page, but I've not Yeah, I've seen anything. the front page and I haven't looked yeah. that much into it, I don't it, know what honest. the whole interview's about or anything like that, like I'll see if I can pull it up on my phone, um, but I know there was like, it was super com- tra- controversial, because I know there was, was it Piers Morgan? That keeps, oh, that gobshite. Yeah, he keeps blagging on about, he well, he keeps saying that it's an unhealthy body image because you shouldn't promote um, obesity and stuff like that. But I'm not sure, like, I don't actually know what it was promoting, so I can't go ahead and be like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. No, Because as far like... as I can see from Tess Holiday, like, I've seen interviews with her and stuff like that, and she's just proud of her. She's just Yeah, like... she's not saying you've got to be like her to get on the front cover of a magazine. In, in fact, it's quite the opposite. Everyone's expecting her to be, the, to, to be stick thin to get on the cover of a magazine. Yeah. So it's not... I think it's nice to see different body types are portrayed... In the media now. Uh huh. It would be it would be great if there was, uh, you know, someone with, a you know, a deformity of something, you know, on the body or something that isn't just the stereotypical, I don't know, just bullshit stick thin model. Mhm. Just have a wide range of everyone. Yeah. Genuinely, and she is she is beautiful. Like, there's no denying that. But it's just, it's it's so ridiculous that there's an outrage on somebody 
because they're proud of who they are. Yeah. Like, I know the whole thing was she was on the cover and, like, people think she's promoting whatever. I can't find the thing. But, like, that's not anybody else's business. Like, I think if you, however you want to live your life, live your life. But also, this whole thing of, oh, she's on the front cover, everyone's going to be fat because of her. Sorry, but all the skinny people on the magazines doesn't make all the fat people suddenly become skinny. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing of, oh, I'm not going to watch, I'm not going to let my, let my child watch a gay couple on TV because they'll make them gay. I'm sorry, but I've watched straight couples on TV and I'm not suddenly yeah. hetero fully 100% am I? <clears throat> yeah, yeah. The, the argument is flawed and ridiculous and just bullshit. Just, yeah. don't, just don't waste your breath. There's Put it in a the lot bin. More, the, the, what irritates me as well, there's a lot more bullshit going on in the world than that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, there's more pressing issues. And yet, this is what's making this is what's headlines. blowing up, yeah. Like it's, it's ridiculous. Ah, uh, people. This but, is why we have lost faith in some of the human race. <laughs> in some of the human race. Because there's li- there's odd little gems of like joy, mm-hmm. but for the most part, I'm just sick of all the bullshit. Just let people be. Yeah, literally. Is is my favorite? That's my that's gonna be my new favorite thing. Just let people be. Just get get lost. I'm known for saying, do you? Like, yeah. everyone, there's a lot of people that, because I have, like, people from around the country who I'm friends with, they'll tell me stuff, and they'll know I don't, like, fully agree with what they've told me or whatever, but they know I'm just going to say, yeah, do you? Yeah. Because, like, cause, like I, I'm not personally going down that route, but if that's the route you want to take, do you? Yeah, like, it's just, uh, everyone is their own person. Yeah. If we're all the same person, it's going to be boring as fuck. Mm-hmm. So, well, it's, again, and we're going... We've said it in previous episodes. We'll go off on lots of tangents. This one I'm purposely going down. It's the same argument for people are like, oh, people, they need to go back to their own country. This is my country. I'm like, first off, you were born the same year as me. Stop being so entitled. You've done mm-hmm. nothing. Yeah, literally. Um, <laughs> except exist, unfortunately. Um, if you want everyone to go back to their own country, again, in air quotes, then if I catch you eating a takeout of different cuisine or anything, I'm going to slap it out of your hands because mm-hmm. you can't hate the person but like, but the, like the culture, yeah. like part of the culture just yeah. because it suits you. You can't have it both ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, no. Well, I also remember there was a person, when I first told them I was going to get a boob job, they literally looked at me and went, oh, I didn't know you were one of those type of girls. And I was like, wow, that was a reaction. Fuck you. Like, that was a reaction I didn't expect. But obviously, because it's perceived as... I guess people perceive it as a kind of like slutty thing to do because you're doing it to enhance your boobs. Because the, the whole thing of the media is... The likes of Katie Price and who just goes like, who yeah. had massive kahunas. Yeah, literally. So that's probably what they're basing it on. And I was just, but she is older than me though. Do you yeah. know what I mean? So like, I feel like our generation is more understanding generally. For the most part. For the most part. There is, there's a few, but like, it's just, it was a weird reaction to have because it was all of a sudden, I was like, whoa, that, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. everyone else had been very um positive about it and very like, yeah, go for it. Do you? Like, if that's what makes you happy, then... Like, it was shocking to people, but then nobody said anything discouraging. Yeah. And I was like, fine. And then, like, she said it, and you were like, all right. Like, even... I know my dad wasn't happy about it, but, like, what say does he have? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. He, reali- he like, he, he, he'll realise that it's not maybe his first th- first choice for you to go under the knife or something, but at the end of the day, it's your body, it's your decision. Mm-hmm. And then he drove me at the surgery, so he got over it fast. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was just... It was such a reaction that you don't expect. And it just shows how different people from different generations are. But also, like... How much of a shit excuse that is. Yeah. Oh, it's a generational thing. No. Sorry, like, but... Like, my... Love my grandmother pieces. 
she'll occasionally say something slightly problematic, but I put a stop at it straight away. And I'm like, nah, stop. It's a no from me. Yeah. Oh, yeah, my, my, like, my family are fairly old-fashioned in some stuff. Like, a lot of them are really good. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. But, like, there's some topics fucking bring up a tattoo around most of my family. Jesus wept. <laughs> <sighs> but they all, they all enjoy my horrific mistake I'm of a tattoo. I'm increased at that when I talk about <laughs> that. <laughs> but, like, the general consensus on tattoos amongst... My mum's not too bothered, but my dad, Jesus Christ, you talk, you talk about um, like when the school shootings. Do you remember the beginning of the year how there's a different school shooting every week or something yeah. like that in America? My dad was fully like, "Yeah, you look at it and they they all smoke weed." And my brother was like, "I they got tattoos too, don't the dad?" Because that's what my dad's <laughs> like. Wind like. Them up. Yeah, because that's what that's like. He's just like he's such an old fashioned person that he can't even like bring himself to just rationalize yeah something like he'll say stuff and it's the most he's like i can't remember what he oh i was arguing something with him it was really funny it was the most like this is an escalation that you've never <laughs> discovered in your life so i was arguing i think it was probably tires with him and he was saying he was like yeah but what about when you're older and they look shit and i was like who cares when you're older like who the fuck are you trying to impress when you're yeah. older one and like i'm not being funny but this generation isn't that judgmental. Like, we kind of just let everyone do what they want to do. Like, yeah. it's not a big deal. And my dad literally looked at me and went, I will. <laughs> I will, with that attitude, you'll start World War Three. And I was like... <laughs> I was like, with what attitude? Nobody cares enough to start World War Three. <laughs> Oh. It's like we were talking about tattoos. Do you wanna, <laughs> it just went. Do you want to bring it down a notch? <laughs> Well, it's clearly something he feels very impassioned about. <laughs> I don't, honestly. Am I just tattooing women in sleep? <laughs> oh, that's content. <laughs> that's content right there. I'd get, in the next episode. I'd get absolutely disowned. <laughs> you wouldn't be here for the next episode. You'd be gone. Oh, just under mysterious circumstances. I'd be shipped off to like India or something. <laughs> People like, I don't want you anymore. <laughs> get, get, get lost. Go away. Honestly. But yeah, I think... It's probably about time to wrap it up, honestly. This was very serious and topic. Was. But I also there was not... some funny bits in between them. Yeah, we had some little laughs. It's just one of those things. Like, just that's the moral of my story. That's the moral of the message I want someone to take away is just let people be, man. Mm. If it doesn't directly inf- affect you in a negative way, just and I mean literally in a negative. If you just think, if it's directly not like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. If you're thinking, oh god, that impact. Stop being a whiny bitch. Yeah. Just literally. stop it. If it's not actually having a negative impact on your day to day life, then just let people be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like, I'm not being funny, but you don't know what's going on behind closed doors. And you don't need to in every mm-hmm. instance. No. Just piss off. <laughs> but also come back for the next episode. <laughs> Two weeks. <laughs> Hopefully, in by the time this episode is posted, this topic is... I know it's always going to be a topic to talk about, but I'm hoping it's not as poisonous as it is now. Because people are getting better. Like, fully people are getting better. Oh, I still think there's a massive way to go, though. Oh, God, yeah. I don't think every... I don't... It's never going to be perfect. Yeah. But it's... It's going to get better. Like, people are so open about sharing themselves online now and stuff like that like more people are sharing like holiday pics that typically wouldn't have been shared prior yeah so if we keep going in that direction that'd be fantastic yeah fingers crossed Mm. 
if you've got any thoughts or feelings on any of the topics we've covered at Drunk Talk Sober on social medias again just look for the yellow we're a fan of the colour yellow on my branding um, or email at drunktalksoberpodcast at gmail.com uh, or the anchor podcasting app you can leave a voice memo if you're on that um, leave a rating yeah rating know. that would be great yeah. let us know what we're doing right and wrong <laughs> criticism is welcomed just don't be mean. Constructive. Be <laughs> constructive, not dickish. Don't be like, her voice is whingy. Get a new, get a new, <laughs> get a new co-host. I only said it once, okay? <laughs> but yes, thank you. And we will see you in the next episode of, well, we'll not see you. You'll hear her mm. in the next episode of Drunk Talk Sober, the podcast. Drunk Talk Sober. This podcast is made by friends in the fantastic app and editing hub that is Anchor. We're in no way directly affiliated or sponsored, but we're blown away by this app. So thank you, Anchor. And thank you to Reese Malhewish for being the voice of our audio branding. Your lovely voice doesn't go unnoticed. And thank you to you, the human and or robot listening to Drunk Talk Sober, the podcast. We hope you enjoyed and stay around for more Drunk Sober conversations.